That was a long one. Yeah, it was. It was good though. I feel like welcome, friends. Welcome. It's been and a listeners long, and listeners. people that aren't our friends who listen because we can't know everybody. Yeah, we try though. It's just we really impossible. try. We are your most gracious hosts. I'm Ryan Shaner. And I am Sean Freed. And welcome to A Couple Cold Ones Podcast. Where we do stuff like drink and talk about shit. Talk about all sorts of shit. Yeah, we do, man. And like, what it, one of our favorite things to do is... is talk shit. Is talk shit. <laughs> and also, we like to check shit out. So we want you to check shit out. Yeah, so Let's just go right into it Yeah. Then. But, well, I mean, we're bad at intros in the first place. Yeah. So. You're uh yeah, we got a good episode for you guys. Um, I think. Check this the hell out. Check this the hell out. Am yeah, I- the uh, completely original segment designed by Ryan Shaner from Ryan Shaner's completely original brand new catchphrase. So why don't you head it off? Oh, okay. Check this the hell out, guys. We're trying to the, – the point of the segment is to try and get you guys to, like, look at things you might not have seen before. And why not check this the hell out? So what do you do when you live in Southern California? Significantly – not significantly. Mostly Anaheim. You don't go to Ducks games because they suck. No, you laugh at those Northerners who are like living in a modern day inferno hell. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> whose go to homes Di- are burning. You go to Disneyland. Auto. That's where you go when you have the money. So where do you go- what do you do when you have so much money and you go to Disneyland every day? Why, you start a gang. <laughs> you start a gang at Disneyland, folks. These are real things. These are Disneyland gangs. So you're talking about like a criminal syndicate? like a like No, a- these are just people who go to Disneyland every single day and just decided to group up. And become a gang. And they wear leather jackets. Oh my god. patches and everything. They are real people who just have way too much fucking money and they go to Disneyland every goddamn day. Every day? Every like literally d- day. Some Is of it them like go, $75 some, to get in or something? There's roughly 30 Disneyland gangs. What? Yes. Different gangs? This is a real subculture. Do they fight? They fight in very passive-aggressive and Disney-friendly ways. <laughs> like internet tweets and shit like Oh, uh, like bake sales? Bake sale fighting. They buy tickets to Disneyland and have bake sales inside of Disneyland. Is that Disneyland. Legal? I don't. I don't have no fucking idea, dude. They're Disneyland gangs, dude. They run the. They run that. Joint. They run the streets. Uh, they, they run, run that <laughs> joint. It's not Disney World. It's not quite as expensive. It's Disneyland in Southern Anaheim. That is madness. Yeah, they have uh, patches and jackets, and their scenes range from punk to goth to biker to metal. How old are these people? Uh, they're. I assume they're older. I've seen a couple pictures. They seem like they're at least in their like late forties to like early sixties, and they roll in troops of like fifteen to like forty people sometimes. That's aggressive. Yeah, there's uh, such uh, wonderful gangs as the Main Street Elite. I think that's the main way to get around Disneyland. I assume uh, the Main Street. Yeah, uh, there's are... Tigger's Army. That sounds like it could be pronounced incorrectly so easily. That's what I thought, too. (laughs) The Hidden Mickeys and Mickey's Empire, because they're all clever. Mickey's Empire. That sounds sounds Fourth Reichish. Right. So, if you're a trust fund kid (laughs) and you have way too much goddamn money, go to Disneyland every day and uh, show those colors, blood. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. Check that the hell out. Join a Disney game, folks. It might, it might be mine out. Um, mine, check this the hell out. Check this the fuck out. Check this the fuck out. Um, the Iranian military recently uh, launched accusations against some zoologists for using... 
like, using like animal folk, right? Yeah, yeah, animal oh, researchers good God. for using chameleons as spies for their <laughs> nuclear test program. They're suggesting that the chameleons can, I quote, we found that their skin attracts atomic waves. By the way, there's no such thing as atomic waves. I was literally about to ask that. I was about to be like, what in the fucking world is an atomic wave? Nothing. That's what I figured. I was was in some science classes once, and I've never heard any tales of such a phenomenon. Yeah, um, like, presumably, like, gamma radiation would be maybe what they're talking about. like the Hulk. Which has, like, its own wavelengths. But I assure you, chameleons cannot uh, detect this. And if they could, I don't know how they'd relay that information back to us after they had infiltrated... (laughs) Iranian nuclear facilities. I'm not sure what they were doing. Oh, man. But, like, honestly, like, zoologists and animal researchers operating in Iran were arrested for this. That's... For for espionage. For zoological What are they doing now? Are they dead? I... It's in Iran. Wouldn't put it past them. It's a current criminal case. So, I don't know. Um, hopefully they are still alive. I'm sure it has been swept under that rug quite swiftly. <laughs> it's uh, it's two weeks old, so... That is good. We can send our American Keystone product, Hopes and Prayers, to... The I'm sure Hillary just... Clinton knew about it. Let's check those emails, folks. I know. <laughs> they're in the emails. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the Benghazi file. They're right, they're, they're, well, they're she's right a there. fucking reptoid herself, so she's probably... <laughs> she's, she's probably, you know, like, master of this entire chameleon clone program. Right, I mean, she's chameleon got Chameleon right? clone. Chameleon spy clone program. Like, oh, my God. This is getting deep. It goes all the way to the top, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to the top. <laughs> But no, um, everything up until the Hillary Clinton nonsense was real. Yeah. <laughs> so check that the hell out. Check go, that Go check the out those chameleon out. spies and remember, don't trust your local zoologist. Don't trust your local zoologist and don't touch any trust anybody at Disneyland in a biker's jacket. <laughs> I originally wasn't going to, but now I know that they might be gang affiliated. No, they're not really gang affiliated. They're just really old people who have too much money. Well, I mean, they, they, if they're forming a gang, it's gang affiliation. I guess I'm sorry. I'm going to deny them alone flat out when they walk in my bank. Okay. Your bank. <laughs> it's called Bank of the Chameleon. <laughs> Owned by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, at least the money's going to the right place. <laughs> so, now that, those emails. <laughs> now that we've checked things the hell out. Make sure you check that the fuck out. Let's move on to current topics that aren't really that current. We just haven't recorded in a while. Yeah, we could just talk about it. Our yeah, last we episode, we sort of previewed the Super Bowl poorly. We talked about things that related to the Super Bowl. We mostly compared starting quarterbacks to Star Wars characters. Yeah. And, um, but the Super Bowl happened, bud. Yeah. And. Yeah, it did. The Patriots lost, which just puts a real chub in my pants, if you ask. <laughs> it was a nice stiffy. Um, <laughs> thank you. Tom. <laughs> for being a judge. <laughs> I'll always, I'll always judge, I'll always judge a, a rock hard Woody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No deflatriates here. Um, oh, man. But uh, I still have to say that Tom Brady is still a goat. You know? He's like, still a goat. Like, like that's, that's a matter. question that's been going around right now. Does this hurt his legacy? He's been to twice as many Super Bowls as Joe Montana. So shut the fuck up yeah. is all I'm saying. And, and the, he was and amazing. Best, he was good in the yeah, game. He almost brought it back. Like, came down to... That fucking strip sack. I cannot place the guy's name right now. It's yeah, bothering I would me. Lean but, that, I would lean, lean that on you. Like, yeah. It's if you're wondering there. what his rock hard stiffy looks like, I could help you out with that. Yeah. But I don't remember his name, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I'll probably remember it randomly and shout it out Just later in the podcast. Leave it at the top of your lungs. But no, good for the Eagles. You know, I'm a Pittsburgh guy, so the, and the city of Philadelphia is a dirty, filthy place. <laughs> and they proved that with their celebration. Oh, my God. Like, Did you see that guy eat horse shit? Oh, <laughs> I was drawn to it like a fucking magnet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like a moth to yeah. horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you eat horse shit, you light shit on fire. Yeah, this is going to be a, like an extra check this the hell out. Go search Philadelphia fan eats horse shit in reaction to um, the Philadelphia Eagles winning the yeah, Super Bowl. To, it's the first good thing that's happened to that city since the Revolutionary War, so. <laughs> So go yeah go check that the hell out yeah that's a bonus one for you folks yeah. like you will not be disappointed he eats it all yeah he eats does he eat it all no he just takes a bite he just gets a good old bite he seems like disgusted and proud of himself though he's screaming yeah like, <laughs> look at me eat this shit <laughs> that is a legacy that is a legacy he'll never live down you yeah. know my question is how many people do you think in the city of Philadelphia are gonna like walk into a bar like a year later and be like you remember that video or that guy ate shit that's me I was that guy who ate shit I bet shit. that won't happen as often as somebody being like dude so yeah like my cousin was totally that guy or who like shit? <laughs> or like yeah dude uh, I went to high school with the guy that ate that shit horse shit <laughs> Those purebred right. equine shit. Philly right fans there. are crazy, dude. Like one guy punched a police horse <laughs> and then ate it shit. And then, it the same I don't guy? think it's the same guy. Okay. But like, like there was that scaffolding that like two hundred people climbed on and didn't it collapsed. They, like lube up the fucking. Uh... That was for the NFC Championship game. They oh. didn't even know what to do for the Super Bowl. Uh, there was nothing they could do. They're yeah. just like, we're just gonna have as many of our horses poop in the middle of the street and hopefully, and hopefully this... everybody's just drawn to the shit and starts <laughs> eating it just... instead of destroying our beautiful city. <laughs> <laughs> good to know now i know what to do right this is kind of what happened last time we got way off the game and started talking about other things the game was good though it was a really fun game it was it tom was really brady good. played amazingly nick Foles somehow won super bowl mvp because he played really well nick Foles is a piece of garbage though i still say he's rose from star wars i, I but, don't even know what i tried to compare him to i think i just argued about your scale the entire time rather than you make, really did a single you comparison. really did we fought about the scale most I, was com- of the time. I was confused um, it was a confusing scale. I'm pretty sure everybody's still confused, including I want, me. I want to let you know. Um, Cox did not fucking come through. Fletcher Cox? No. Uh, Cox Communications. Oh. And I was unable to, <laughs> unable was to view the program through my normal cable provider, and it was really disappointing. Luckily, Nicole came up with a fix, lickety split, and we did a trial of Fubo TV, and we're allowed to stream it. And do not recommend... Uh, that, that shit was garbage was, well just let it be known the prominent cocks in the area cannot help you in important moments right, they can't and I've judged them. all they can do is fuck you <laughs> so I guess it was a good game yeah, what'd you think about JT, huh? What'd you think? What'd Justin you think? Timberlake? Yeah, what'd you think about your I boy? didn't hear much of it because the ladies at the party I was at were just too busy standing in front of the television and screaming about how much they loved him. I heard it was actually awful. Um, I heard the performance was actually awful. Any play, any tributed Prince with uh, I Would Die For You and Prince died less than a year <laughs> prior to this. And he also like guaranteed that he wasn't having a giant hologram Prince like... Like he was interviewed and asked about yeah. that, and they were like, "No, that's well, not." Well, because Prince hates holograms. Really? Yeah, he, that was an interview. What a bizarre thing to hate. Well, what a bizarre, he's a bizarre man. Like, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who am I to judge? Yeah, I mean, I hate. Don't speak ill of the dead, John. I, I hate, bed especially sheets. not guitar kick kicking, shit kicking, <laughs> especially like actual dead and not like our hypothetical projected dead. Yeah, that's that's another tease, folks. <laughs> So let's uh, let's move on. The Olympics also happened. That the was Olympics cool. happened. Curling was crazy. Yeah, America won curling. Yeah. Ron Swanson was our fucking main guy. Yeah. What was that? If twenty two years that America hasn't won a medal in curling, I didn't. Was, I have no idea. Yeah, we haven't medaled in curling in. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold ass statement and say over two decades. Man, I'm gonna be honest. I don't pay much attention to the Winter Olympics except for hockey. Understandable. Curling was and really snowboarding a little bit, but like you know, well, go into that. You know, white's the new gold, right? White is the new gold. Black is out. Do you hear everybody uh, out there? Here, black is out. Some white terrible, terrible commentator <laughs> while talking about Sean White winning the gold medal literally yelled, "White is the new gold" <laughs> in these most racially tense times. <laughs> They're finally back, back on top. <laughs> There's finally something for us, folks. <laughs> There's finally something for white people. And it's gold. And it's gold. Thank you, Sean White. Talk about Mountain Dew, baby. But and what about that travesty of an exhausted 40-year-old man dragging the American flag through the, the pristine white fake snow? That was the first time I wanted to stand up for the national anthem like when I saw that happening. Man, the guy was excited. He fucking had a good time. Like He just fucking smashed shit, needed an insane number As to, break, to win the gold, and... And just demolished it. Yeah, and demolished it. And he knew he did it, and he was just fucking livid. Not livid. What's uh, the word I'm looking for? Excited? Lively. Lively. <laughs> to go with the same style of vernacular. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I'm going to speak as the resident anti-nationalist. Yeah, fuck off. Don't care. Um, who cares? Like, when did idolatry get so out of control that, like, a man who's bringing home a gold medal, gold medal... Gets fucking shit on by everybody because he's dragging, he's dragging around a piece of cloth that was probably produced in China. Yeah. I'm so, Almost certainly. That, it probably was. And it was probably made into a fucking tank top by the guy bitching about it on the internet. Yeah. So, I mean, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, it's it. Get your goddamn rituals out of our face. Yeah. Is all get, cut cut the idolatry and the rituals down a bunch of notches. It's really... Why does the new gold, folks? Just never forget that. Yeah. Why is the new gold? Why are people <laughs> tweeting at that guy? God. <laughs> Man, yeah, we are flying through. We're doing. We're doing well. We're, we are doing well. Maybe we should slow down I and talk about so. our feelings. I mean, I don't know if I no, could, that's a terrible no, idea. That, that got really dark. I actually don't have feelings. Well. Since I don't have feelings, we might as well drink shots, right? <laughs> well, uh, hopefully I won't be drinking any of these motherfuckers this week. Oh, that's right, because it's fucking trivia time, time with to Take Your Best, best shot. shot. That was well synchronized. It was really good. We that ended at the candid. exact same time. Yeah, um, and then we fucking destroyed it by talking about it afterwards. Well, by providing our own commentary. Well, we break the fourth wall on this podcast, folks. Yeah, and, and that's why we need you to send us emails. At a couple cold ones at... Oh, I was talking to Hillary. Dot com. Okay. Well, she's already got them. Well, we need them. Because she's spying on us. I, I need them. <laughs> this is the most sub-political we've ever gotten on this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, take your best shot. Take your best shot. Who's, who's going first? I went first last time. Oh, that's fucking wack-ass shit. Okay, I'm going to hit you with another science one. John's got a Bacardi for me, and I got a Fireball for him, Fireball. I Ryan bought a Fireball for himself. Because I am a cocky motherfucker right now. We'll zing, find zing, zing, zing. out. And if you don't know, the purpose of this segment is to ask a trivia question that one of us thinks the other one should kind of know. But we also want them to take a shot. Yeah. It, so, I mean, it's going to be a tough question. Most but of if the time. one person gets it right, then the asker has to take the shot. So, Sean, take it off, please. All right. There are two products that come from the use of it. the common household antiseptic cleaning material hydrogen peroxide okay goes on your body kills bacteria mm-hmm. what are the two products that come off of it wait pr- like products that 
there are two that are spawned from you pouring yeah, it on your two body. chemicals that are done when the reaction gets done taking place. They can, they come off of hydrogen peroxide. Is one oxygen? Yes. Is the other one hydrogen? No, but you were so damn close. Oh, it's water, motherfucker. Oh, isn't that hydrogen? No, I'm in it. No, there's no, two I'm hydrogens. It. Oh, no. Oh, you tricky son of a oh, bitch. Cardi. I saw the oh, worry Cardi. in your face, too. I know. I was like, this son of a bitch. I mean, he got part of it. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Hip hop, hip hop, hip. Oh. Oh, that rum was as disgusting as you could possibly imagine. That's weird because it, it I mean, it said crown or something. I don't even know what it said. It's fucking horrible. That's all that matters. Bacardi fixed things, but. Bacardi fixed things. I know you're listening. Why don't you take your best shot, Bacardi, and fix that goddamn recipe? All right, Sean. I know one of your favorite artists is Salvador Dali. Yes. Sean, who is also an artist, I might add. And a talented one. Thank you. As I butter him up for this failure. (laughs) Ruth. Where is Salvador Dali's museum located? I'll give you one hint since we d- agreed to do hints last time. It is in the United States. Oh, wow. What a fucking solid ass hint. Is it in New York? I'm sad to say, but also happy to say. Don't no. take it a shot if I It is in St. Petersburg, Florida. St. Petersburg. Hilariously Florida. enough, when we had technical difficulties last time and could not record our podcast, we were talking about it. And then we drank so much that I thought I would try Dude, it. Dude, just like fucking go for it? Yeah. You son of a bitch. So, enjoy that fireball, my friend. <sighs> Three, two, one, go. Oh. I know, it's tough. It's tough. That cinnamon is awful. I'm sorry. I won't give you fireball anymore. Oh my god, that's so spicy. I feel like that is mostly reserved for guests, because it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay. Fireball oh. is the worst alcohol. One for available one for one. that isn't like cheap goddamn garbage. Like Bacardi. Yeah. <laughs> one for one. Today, I feel like that's what it's going to be most of the time from now on, because you just like struck bad luck the first two times. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not going to. I feel like my record is always going to be better than yours. By the way, maybe I might get lucky though. Well, I'm not when we have lucky. guests, who knows? They might when they toss them at us. You know what I mean? Speaking of guests, Andrew, we just want to call you out real quick for your bullshit question. It was bullshit. Not only was it inaccurate, it was really hard. Everybody yell at Andrew. <laughs> right. There we go. Well, I mean, part of it was, uh, what, what was that guy's fucking name? Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia does not have a degree in rocket science. <laughs> it's fucking aeronautical engineering. It's different. It's not rocket science. He's a liar. Sean was very upset about it the Andrew's next day a liar. When, he, when he was sober. Aeronautical engineering is not rocket science. Just wanted, to, just wanted to reiterate. Just like science is different from fiction. And you know what you thought was fiction, folks? Draculas. Draculas. Vampires. Vampires. And other fictional things of the like. Well, you would presume them fictional. What, Nosferatu? Nosferatu. <gasps> Vlad, the Dracula and Pele. <laughs> <laughs> and... You know. But they're fucking real, man, and they're with us. They are among us. us. And we need to start talking about it. We're going to go... Well, okay, one, we've already got Hillary in our pocket. So, like, I know... Obviously. She's going to help us out with the reptoids giving us bodyguards against these guys, but we need to oust them. This is... The time is now. It's time to oust the vampire coven. The vampire coven. They've been... We're sick of them. They've been... We need to build a wall. (laughs) We need to build a wall. Between every person... In Transylvania. (laughs) 
But for real, no, they're walking among us. They've been around for like seemingly 40 years, but probably hundreds. Probably hundreds. They're all still beautiful people. Yeah, and they're infiltrating our pop culture right be- right before our very eyes. And they're like, look at me. I'm really hot. Don't think about the fact that I never fucking age. Don't think about the fact that I was born in 1942. Or the fact that I was born in 1497. <laughs> that's Don't know why I'm talking with a southern accent, but goddamn. And I mean, that's we can name. We know exactly who that is right there. Right. That's fucking Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, 1497, born right here in the Louisiana Purchase. (laughs) (laughs) So much way before the Louisiana Purchase. Well, I mean, it was the Louisiana Territory, but it had a different name back then. I'm not going into it. Yeah, I wouldn't either, (laughs) because this is going north. But it was populated with Wendigos and all sorts of other blood-sucking vampiric creatures. And pale, milky-white Paul Rudd. Yeah. No, he's been invincible. And like, I mean, how couldn't he be? Nobody knows how to kill him back then. And I don't know how to kill him now because he's part of the vampire coven. Yeah, I don't even know where his like hierarchy, where he ranks, but he is... He's got to be fucking high up there. I mean, that, that, He's still goddamn handsome. I think that dude's like... I mean, his human age, I think he's like over 50, or yeah. he is like 50. He's got to be around there. And he's Ant-Man. Yeah, I mean, that's... He's getting, he's getting starring roles in Marvel movies for being handsome. That guy's old. So at this, this makes no sense. At this point, this vampire has completely coerced us all into believing that he is a so good that he's a superhero. But, you know, he's stealing into your house at night and draining the blood of your children. <laughs> he's bloodletting them all, folks. <laughs> right into his gullet. <laughs> dribbling right down. Right into his silly, silly, wisecracking <laughs> gullet. That's what that's. Just picture it right now, guys. Picture Paul Rudd. With those sharp-ass fangs, those dead eyes, and just a little bit of blood dribble coming out of both cheeks. Have, has anybody ever seen Paul Rudd in a mirror? Or during the day. Point, point proven. Now, I mean, come on. It's not strictly based on, like, you know, behind the big screen. You know, we're it's, talking about people like fucking Pharrell, dog. Yeah. Maybe the oldest vampire of them all. Movers and shakers. You know? Oh, my God. That's what he does. He moves. And shakes. <laughs> living humans and shakes the blood out of them out into of his them. mouth. That's another Dracula. That is another 50-year-old hum- human age Dracula. That is the most Draculoid man I have ever heard of. But really, he is a Dracula straight out of the West Indies. Good God. He was terrorizing, breaking news, terrorizing the likes of Jack Sparrow and <laughs> other historical characters. We are breaking news, folks. Like, wait, hold on. Like, <laughs> Let me, wait, Sean, I think, I think our – wait, Alex Jones, I think, is walking through the door right now. <laughs> I think Mi- he knows. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, please tell me. You know all about the Vampire Coven, I assume, because you know all. I know about the Vampire Coven, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm fucking human, and I won't. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't stand these motherfuckers! Because <laughs> I got a beating heart. Not a dead one like these fucking vampires. You don't kick back and sail, she's hiding in plain sight! Plain sight! Pretending to be a vampire, but she really is one! Oh my god, Alex Jones, you're right. What have you... Underworld? Underworld was just a cover. was just a cover for Kate Beckinsale. This is what I've been saying all along! This drives me mad! I'm gonna be completely honest, Alex Jones. Like, you have to go. My fiancé is not gonna be happy that you're here. She seems like a lovely woman. I... <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, he's right, though. Kate Beckinsale is definitely... But thank you, Alex Jones, for stopping by out of your busy, by. crazy schedule. <laughs> Crazy is a good way to put yeah. it. Kate Beckinsale's a vampire. Yeah, yeah dude, Alex Jones said it. It hide, must be hiding, true. Hiding in plain sight. Yeah, that's that's how I generally like absorb any information. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's another one. We'll have to get there's him an, back on the show, by one. the way. He there's was a great very, guest. There's a very popular one, you know. She lured everyone into thinking that she was your friend and that she had <laughs> other friends. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who could it be? Who could it be? It's definitely not Monica. She looks terrible now. I know. And Phoebe, I think she's dead. I think she... <laughs> she might as well be her career. She was doing, she was doing spoonfuls of heroin last time I saw her. <laughs> as far as I know, that's toxic, folks. That's. <laughs> but who are we talking about? We've got a while without saying who we're talking about. I don't know her name in the show. No, who's the... Jennifer Aniston. The Dracula Jennifer Aniston. No, I'm literally trying to think of her name. But... Oh, Rachel. Ah, yeah. yeah the name might be my sweet woman. <laughs> but yeah, Jennifer Aniston is like 52 and she is still drop dead, dead gorgeous, gorgeous. And I'm calling bullshit right now. No, there's just no way. Like, You know what I'm calling? She's older than my fucking father. All I'm saying is if I put a stake through her heart, she'll die. <laughs> she, she won't just die either. She'll shriek at the top of her lungs, she'll quiver uncontrollably, and then she'll burst into flaming ashes. Oh. And that's how you know. That's the only way you know, That's folks. the only way you know. So if you think anybody's a vampire, <laughs> grab a stake and drive it through their heart. Drive it through their heart. <laughs> if they die like a regular person, who cares? You're a witch hunter. Yeah. You know, like, you've been, you're, you've trained. Yeah, get the card, man. It's on the internet. Get the card. Take the class. It's four hours. It's, it's four hours. Costs covered. about a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's costs about. It's it's five weekends long. It's four, worth four it, hours though, total. My it's, it's worth, worth it. it though. It's. I mean, hello, licensed murder. <laughs> <laughs> You're like full James Bond, but for fucking vampires. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like a Hugh Jackman type character for that. <laughs> I'm sure. Maybe a Russell Crowe. <laughs> Maybe a Russell fucking Crowe, indeed. Oh, man, that guy will accept any role. We need to watch Noah. We need to get into this. We, we really to, do. Um, we'll come We'll come with a full review of Noah. In case you didn't know, Noah is Darren Aronofsky's piece, I can't believe piece he de la resistance. That. I can't believe you he You may know that. him from uh, works such as Pie and Requiem for a Dream. Small fries is all I want to say. <laughs> this magnum opus. <laughs> this magnum is, opus. That is Noah. <laughs> <laughs> and starring Russell Crowe. The fucking phenomenal human obelisk that is Russell Crowe. <laughs> like, Isn't Emma Watson in that movie too? I have no idea, I'm but that is sure really that depressing. Watson, I'm pretty sure that Emma Watson I is I feel like movie. I respected her until just now. I think that Noah is like decently well received even though it's That's bizarre. unbelievable. <laughs> that is unbelievable and not believable at the same time. Would you please look up some Rotten Tomatoes while I discuss that Russell Crowe, our good friend, and, good and friend of the show. <laughs> 76% Rotten Tomatoes. That is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Conley and Emma Watson. That is a murderous row of actors. Of right course, there. Jennifer Conley like, signed on. She hasn't been in anything since Requiem for a Dream. And Darren <laughs> shows up and he's like, look, it's basically Requiem for a Dream 2, but it's set in the past. <laughs> it's different. So, friends, we're trying to put together some movies. <laughs> and you know who is the perfect leading man to call who will accept any movie based on some wacky, wild, fictional, biblical Slash fucking past religion. Probably idea? the guy, probably the guy who openly admitted to like taking some Australian ass like actress from behind. Oh man, I wanted to pull up the audio for that. I forgot about that. But, <laughs> yeah. like, well he said it, folks. Yeah. Russell Crowe Russell is who we're Crow. talking about. The man who will accept any role as long as he gets to fight a CJR army eventually. Is he a debutante? Uh he is a demigod. Is I know that. <laughs> At least in Noah, he is. Oh, man. What a beautiful person. <laughs> but Watson's in Noah. I'm sorry. I haven't gotten over that. <laughs> so, we're trying to figure out, like, what kind of movies would Russell Crowe der- turn down? And we're betting fucking none. No. As a matter of fact, we've written a few scripts. We that, have. We, we have. thought we'd toss 
his way. Um, do you want to go into the first one? Like our, or is that like our, like our super brainchild? Do we like count down? Let's count down. Let's count down. Let's go from the messenger, folks. The messenger. The messenger. The messenger. Russell Crowe plays Isaac, right? Isaac? No, he plays Abraham. Abraham. And God's messenger comes down to kill his son. Tom Hiddlesworth. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. (laughs) Hiddleston. God, played by Emperor Palpatine. (laughs) Emperor Palpatine. Sends his messenger to fucking Abraham. Abraham, you must kill your son. No, I don't want to. He's played by Chris Pratt. I love him. I don't know why Russell Crowe said, no, I don't want to. He's played by Chris Pratt. Dad, dad, how could you? Don't, don't, don't give me to an unwanting God, to an uncaring God. Abraham and Isaac fucking amass armies of immense proportions and CGI brilliance. And battle atop. A gigantic pyramid. A gigantic pyramid. <laughs> you know, just like just like in this age-old story of God really just testing not only the patience, but the devotion of a clearly psych- psychotic man. Like a man who's just having episodes. A man who is willing to literally kill his adult son. Atop a pyramid. For disembodied voices he's hearing. Yeah. Chris Pratt plays the son, Isaac. Perfect. Russell Crowe plays Abraham. Fucking Emperor Palpatine is God. Tom Hiddleston is the messenger. Who is an angel. Who is an angel. Yeah, yeah. We did. That is the messenger. Yes. The angel. Because the messenger also goes, you know, he's, he's going to like turn this around a little bit. He wants, he wants, the messenger wants some drama. You know, God of just, course. God just wants fucking. God a, wants a goddamn fucking HDTV 480p, <laughs> 4080p show. Like, God wants some blood and God wants to see Abraham slay his firstborn son. But the messenger, the messenger wants drama. The messenger is oh, yeah. more cultured than God. He's like, <laughs> I need Chris Pratt to die in a dramatic, I mean, Isaac, to die in a dramatic <laughs> way. So he goes and he's spicing it up, man. He brings the armies. He brings it all. Why wouldn't he? That's the messenger. That is the messenger starring Russell Crowe, Chris Pratt, Tom Hiddleston, and Emperor Palpatine as God. I think it's good. And um, Frank Oz as Yoda. <laughs> um... Like, I guess we don't have any, like, high-name female characters in there, but, you know, like, I'm sure there's, like, there's some. I was thinking, like, Kate Blanchett for this next one. Oh, for this next one? Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, wait, were we going to keep going on with yeah. The Messenger? Or, no, 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 like, no, 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 okay. no, the new one. It's a, it's a tale as old as time, folks. Tale as old as time, a homerism, if you will. Your your father throws your baby body into a river. And Pins his ankles together in hopes of death. And you come back and kill him and wed your mom. You know, like, it's... <laughs> And become king of Thebes. <laughs> it's, it's a classic this is the, tale. The tale of Oedipus. Every boy's dream. The tale of... Oh, God. <laughs> the tale of Oedipus, folks. The tale of Oedipus. Oedipus is portrayed by the illustrious Russell Crowe. Yeah, who did you have? Because I had Farrah Fawcett for the mom. But, uh, I was I thinking like Kate Blanchett, but... Kate like, Blanchett is also pretty damn good. Um, what about Dad? Farrah Fawcett's I'm, dead, so she can't play his mom. Well, you know... She they, died they, of butt cancer. Yeah, but they did that thing for uh, the guy from Star Wars, so I figured... That's we, true, and Leia. We could just do that again. We could just do that all so, again. So, a CGI version of Kate Farrah Blanchett's Fawcett pro- and her butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Backed up by Kate Blanchett. <laughs> In the epic drama... Where Russell Crowe kills his own father as a Who's, child. Who did you have his dad pegged as? Because I was like bouncing between two. Like, I mean, we could we could send out feelers for both of these actors. Let me hear yours, and then let me like on the spot pick of one. <laughs> okay, man. Yeah, Kate Blanchett is also yeah the Vampire Coven, <laughs> probably because she's the the fucking evil girl from Thor. 
Yes. Thor's Hel- sister? Hela. No. Uh, I have no idea. I don't, know. Related, I don't know too right? much North, Norse mythology. Perhaps Russell Crowe will teach me that in a future Russell Crowe movie. Also known as Odin. Odin. <laughs> but um, in this one. Uh, so so we could send out a feeler to either. If we, if we wanted like the withered old like classic like true to the true to the way that things are story. Clint Eastwood. Oh, of course. Because like obviously we need a man like. 30 years his wife's senior right if we're talking about ancient greece or if we wanted the more dramatic flair if we wanted a good fight between the two val kilmer that is that is a good call i mean val kilmer and Atoga. that sounds beautiful <laughs> if we're truly talking ancient greece though we need someone in their late 40s to play someone's father before they died <laughs> like at best and i can't think of anyone still so i'm going to shoot into the wall and say george clooney who i know is older than late 40s but george clooney as russell crowe's father with a little makeup obviously yeah he could do it too yeah and give a nice soliloquy before, as uh russell crowe beats his face in with a club maybe like a kind of comical soliloquy in a little bit like yeah. it'd be like a um, like a burn after reading type uh... <laughs> i love that movie <laughs> like, didn't expect that quit. to come up didn't expect good movies to come up <laughs> we were talking about russell crowe movies i did the other Hey, Gladiator is a good movie. Yeah. That's true. Okay, I was like... Is that, they just is started that, to taper that, off quickly. Loaded, yeah. Well, I mean, that movie did come out in 2003 or something. I think it was 2000. Ridley Scott, by the way. Ridley Scott is a great director. Um, That is My Mother's Mistress. My Mother's Mistress. The Tale of Oedipus, starring Russell Crowe. I just can't he wait. blinds himself at the yeah, end, Yeah, I can't wait way. for that last scene, you know, like, um, Kate Blanchett jumps off the top of the highest tower. I think she's hanging herself in a vault. I like my idea better. I like this idea better, too. She jumps off the much highest, dramatic. highest tower, and then, like... Russell Crowe just like walks out and he sees his burning kingdom. He sees everything falling apart. There's a hydra just destroying the land. And he just like falls to his knees and he goes, I am my mother's mistress. And he <laughs> plucks his own eyes out. <laughs> I forget that's why that was a. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's bring it around town to the one that gets bring us it, the Academy yeah, Award. The Academy Award goes to the tale of man, the creation of the man. dawn. Of sin. The age-old story of Adam, Eve, Eden, and the original sin. We bring you Eden. Eden, starring Russell Crowe. So Russell Crowe turns from God, not because he is tricked by Eve. That's the story that we're all led to believe. Yeah, of course it is. What it really is, is he's sick of the fucking tyranny. He's sick of the goddamn rules. And he's stoked to be wearing clothes. That's what he wanted, dude. It's cold. It's cold in Eden. There's, I mean, it looks beautiful, but goddamn, it's cold. There's four fucking seasons, and let's just say two of them, not equipped to have your your janglies just, like, hanging out fucking... Leaves don't help as much as books try to let you lie. Yeah. It's just... No. It just, it just doesn't work. No. So, post-Eve uh, biting that most famous apple. And you know what? It's just a fucking apple, but it's a tasty apple. It is a tasty apple, and Snake... Uh, Satan is a very handsome snake. He's so a, I, he's, he's like, I mean, yeah. He's like, <sighs> I mean, who is it? Like uh, Zachary Quinto. Is Zachary Quinto <laughs> should is, definitely voice is, the snake. Is voicing the snake. <laughs> what a beautiful voice I to voice it, that snake. Who should yeah. play Eve? Let's uh, get some multicultural in there. Let's get uh, like Zoe Saldana or something like that. Yeah, that'd, like, be, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, um, I'm, let's let's piss off the right wings. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, We've done it's, that. it's a stretch for for Russell Crowe to be. You know, <laughs> young enough to have sex with Zoe Saldana's beautiful ass. <laughs> Adam to begin with, <laughs> <laughs> he is a flabby man. But like, and then let's also go with like the safe bet with Morgan Freeman as God. 
Yeah, like for sure. he's already done People it. People loved him in Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty, and this is a similar vein. Yeah, in but a just way. with a gigantic CGI army fight where Adam leads a charge onto the perilous gates of Eden. He God. takes he takes the dregs of society. He meets Lilith and her fucking inbred troll angel army, and he harnesses them. He finds Satan, once a Lil- snake, Lil- now a man, with wings of <laughs> death. Snake, oh. now a man. <laughs> Nude, Zachary Quinto, yeah. with serpentine wings. Yeah, serpentine wings, huge dick. Like, <laughs> just like... Helena Bonham Carter as fucking Lilith. Really bad teeth like she has in every movie. Terrible teeth, wiry hair. You, you've you seen the look. You know the look. We've all seen it. We're all afraid of it. <laughs> We've all seen it. Beatri- Beatrix Bellatrove from fucking Harry Potter, ten times worse than that. Sweeney Todd's... Crazy girlfriend accomplice. Not thrown in a fire furnace this time. Instead, a powerful, beautiful, awful, deathly matrix of doom. Yeah, on upon wings of flame and sounds of death. This is getting Eden. So deadly sounding. This summer. This summer. The summer of 2033. See the beginning. God didn't want you to see. And... God tried to hide from you. God tried to hide from you. But he can't hide because technology is better than God. And, and then and then it cuts and that's like the final ending is just like Morgan Freeman's like disembodied head and he goes, you will kneel. And then Eden just plays. Big letters. Eden. Yeah, we'll have to get that score and, and uh in the Garden of Eden, Inagata Davida. Inagata Davida uh, by Iron Butterfly plays literally the entire movie. <laughs> Russell Crowe, print, thank you for your Millions of dollars, and you're welcome for millions of dollars because yeah. we just helped you out, bro. Yeah, dude, we just saved your career. Yeah, because you Especially are trying your best to fucking it up. Especially after you talking about taking that girl from behind when you were accepting an award. You probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All this top talk of celebrities makes Take me want to kill Makes me want to kill one. Makes you just want to fucking pull one to death. But I can't do it, so no, let's... We could predict it, though. We could predict it with our own... Celebrity Destrodomus. That's right, folks. Celebrity Destrodomus, where we predict the next great celebrity death. We are... I thought you were going to say gruesome. (laughs) Most of the time, gruesome. Yeah. We are so far, like, oh, for everything. (laughs) But... Yeah, I don't think we've nailed yet, but we will. Why don't you go first, Sean? Okay. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker. (laughs) It's a filming of Sex in the City 3... Jungle Bungalow. <laughs> and, and let me just what? tell you folks, have you read the um high school classic Lord of the Flies? Of course. Okay. Well, picture Lord of the Flies except for it's the four gals. Of course. Samantha, that's it. That's all I forget. Samantha, um the other one and uh this is sad. There's another one too and then uh Sarah Jessica Parker. And <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a single one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so they are flying to location, which happens to be in the Caribbean, in the La Caribe. And in this one, the girls, you know, have another problem where so-and-so is getting married. Samantha is getting married because she's the only one I can I can name. <laughs> it's, it's just go. Just get. Just get out of here. It's so hard for it. <laughs> Ryan has to urinate yet again. So, the flying on location, they're getting to the set, and what do you know? There's a plane crash, and they wash up on shore. There's 
there's not enough supplies to go around. You know, things things get hostile. It turns into like the stars versus the crew, and the, the, there's like little cults going on. Well, Sarah Jessica Parker, she runs off. She runs off into the forest. She runs off to go to find help. She just she's sick of all the madness. She's sick sick of all of it. And deep deep in the caves, she finds the pilot, the person who's flying the plane. He's alive, but he's bleeding to death. He's hurt, and he's the only adult on the island. He's the only one, and and all she can do, you know, like it's it's the middle of the night. It's terrifying. There's thunder. There's rain, and she just has to go. She has to go tell everybody. She needs to go. Like they can get out of there. They can they can figure this out. You know, the pilot's still alive. They can work something out. So she tries to run back to everybody, but the tribes have co-mingled. The staff is mixed with the girls, and they they're all like chanting and they're having a good time and like everything's, but. But there's also like this air of paranoia, like they're worried about something, maybe like a beast. And she's just, she's watching from the forest. She doesn't know what's going on. But Sarah Jessica Parker, she runs out there. She's like, hey guys, I found him. I found him. But that's not what everybody hears. Everyone just hears squeals and noises because that giant schnoz just gets in the way. And it's just like, (laughs) and that's it. It's the beast. They all know it's the beast and they crowd around her. They crowd around her and they beat her and they stab her and they beat her. There's nothing. (laughs) What have I missed? (laughs) It's Lord of the Flies all over again. Oh, God. And, and she's just she's just taken apart, you know. And afterwards, the girls and the staff they don't they don't realize what they've done, but they look down and it's the body of Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> and she's just, she's just laying. Oh my there. God! Did they get trapped on an island? Yeah, they did. And she's just she's just bleeding into the ocean, and you know it's nobody's fault. They didn't know. Does a ship show up right at they the were, end. They were worried about they were worried about the beast. They thought she was the beast. There was nothing they could do. You know, poor Ralph. Poor Sir Jessica Parker. <laughs> Similar fates. <laughs> Except for one real. Ralph doesn't live? I thought he lived. Oh, that's sad. I think Ralph is the main character. Um, yeah, he is. The other guy. The is guy it? I liked who isn't Piggy. Piggy dies too. Yeah, Piggy dies. Piggy is Samantha. She gets <laughs> Samantha gets clubbed by a that giant makes sense. rock. She's the largest. <laughs> She's the largest. She's... But yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker, beaten to death while starving to death on an island. But the thing is, they're in the Caribbean, so they were actually, like, you know, four hours away from hell. Who, who, who played... Oh, what's the choir boy's name? I don't remember. Who, like, leads the giant revolution against Ralph? Oh, that's the sound that guy. Miranda? That's the sound guy, Keith. Miranda? <laughs> you suddenly just know all the names of all the, <laughs> the people. I cannot that's remember. Really Charlotte. Impressive. Charlotte's Charlotte. the other one. Who's Sarah Jessica Parker? What's her name? That's a good question. She's, like, the worst. I know Kim Cattrall is Samantha, and mm-hmm. I don't know the other two. Charlotte and Miranda's actress's name. And then... Charlotte is the, like... Carrie. Carrie. Carrie Man, Bradshaw. Look at that. All you needed was a P, and you just got all the information. Carrie Bradshaw. Sucks, Dead. Sucks to be you, man. Dead. Well. <laughs> like I said, they were four hours away from civilization. I only, that got, was a the re- worst part. I only got a recap. I can't wait to, uh, like, sort of listen to that later. It's brutal. But my... Celebrity Destradamus, me, Ryan, is our good second favorite uncle out of two from Full House, Dave Coulier. No! <laughs> Dave Coulier wakes up. He finds himself in a large, white, paneled room, <laughs> chained to the ground. Oh, my God. A puppet face comes on the television. Dave <laughs> Coulier, what have you done? Now we play a new game, he says. <laughs> David Coulier, stricken with fear. Sweat. Oh, no, I can just hear. Oh, whoa, whoa, no. <laughs> Covered with sweat. A moisture that could match a fucking otter. Doesn't know what's going on. He's scared for his life. And he should be. 
because little does he know it is soon to come to an end. Does he have a shitty one-liner that he throws out? Uh, he's just like, oh, boy, n- 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 now it's all... <laughs> and then he just like, <laughs> he has no idea what he's saying because he's fucking sweating and he knows he's about to die. Or he thinks he's about to die. And the puppet monster comes on. He ain't a monster, he's just a man like the rest of us. Comes on and says, Dave Coulier, I loved Full House. <laughs> you were the worst part about it. <laughs> the game today is find why I hated Full House so much. Find why I hated you in Full House so much. There is a key somewhere in your body. It is your... I left a scalpel. It is your goal to find where the key is. And Dave Coulier has no idea what's going on. He's fucking... Fr- he's, he, well, he was just recently drugged. You yeah, know, he's completely cool. drugged. He's got 30 minutes. As the drugs start to wear off, he notices his tongue feels a little funny. Is John Stamos looking for him? You know, like <laughs> nobody is looking for Dave Coulier. <laughs> nobody is looking for Dave Coulier. Not even Bob Saget. Who cares? No, that's a good point. Bob Saget is successful stuff. Hold on, didn't Dave Coulier like expose his genitals to to Bob Saget? Probably. He had a mullet on live television. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> like he he's a terrible human being. That must be where the key is. Those jennies. Unfortunately, <laughs> Dave Coulier, as the drugs wear, start to wear off, his tongue starts to hurt. Oh, real bad. Very badly. Like, almost like it's stiff. Like, there's something inside that makes it hard to speak. That's been his problem the whole time he was on the show. And he he feels his tongue. Feels a key shape inside of that very, very tender, tender, tender skin. Is it technically skin? Uh, It's a muscle. No, it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he finds a key shape inside that. And then the fucking creepy fucking head pops on. He's just like, that's right, Dave Coulier. <laughs> you wouldn't shut the fuck up, and I really enjoyed that show. <laughs> You're the least funny part. <laughs> if you cut your tongue off within the next 45 seconds, <laughs> I'll let you live. I will let you live. And Dave Coulier, for the first 10 seconds, he's just like, no, no, I can't do it. The next five seconds, he's just like, oh, my God, I have to do it. Grabs the scalpel. 10 seconds go by. He doesn't know what to do. And in the very last time, frantically just... Cuts his own tongue off, finds a key, turns it, and just balloons pop out. <laughs> there is no savior for you, Dave Coulier. Is that what the saw guy says, or is that that's just, what the saw? Is, there is the no, narrative? there is no saving you, Dave Coulier. <laughs> it's like, and Dave Coulier is like, why, why would you do this to me? Saw man takes off his mask. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> just says you 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 I don't know <laughs> spikes implode just all over the place. Uh, turns why out he was they, why would they just let him bleed out like you cut your own tongue off like you're not getting out of there <laughs> well she wanted the uh, the very gory incredibly painful death okay um, I'll, I'll let you in on a secret I like that one yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> Well, I'll, was, let you, I'll let you in on another secret. When I was young, I used to, like, think my dad looked like John Stamos when I watched Full House. Your dad kind of does look like John Stamos. And my uncle, Kevin, shout out to you. I know where this is going. Uncle Kevin looked like Dave Coulier. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I hope you don't get trapped in a fucking tile room with Alanis Morissette. He's a mortician, so he'd be able to fucking work his way out. Or he'd be able to prep his own body before he was done. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I did all the work for you guys. Oh, man. <laughs> it's my time to go. God take me, and then he kissed to the sky. Cause... Does he believe in God? Oh, yeah. Well, it's a weird thing to do when you're a mortician. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> I guess you gotta have solid somewhere. Yeah, I know, especially when dead bodies are shitting all over you. You, you, I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't have fucking betrayed Alanis Morissette like that, Dave Cooley, eh? Shouldn't, Shouldn't have cheated on her. Shouldn't and you're have. really ugly. I know, man. Like, that was the best you were gonna get, and that's why she killed you. And she's not even that attractive. I mean, she seems like a good person, though. That was the best. Until she put on the, jo- the fucking saw mask. That erased, like, any sympathy I had for her character, to be completely honest. What, her putting on a saw mask and murdering Dave Coulier? Just murdering another human being. I would, like, hope any good person would stop caring about her as soon as she killed Dave Coulier in this thing that is going to happen. Well, I mean, there's, like, a few other people that I wouldn't. Like, if Russell Crowe did that, I'd be like, dude, that's just the crow. That's just 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 the crow. You you gotta expect this when you come into the crow's nest, baby. If Hillary Hillary Clinton did that, I guess... If Hillary Clinton did that, I'd be like, well, what tub are we dissolving this body in? (laughs) (laughs) Because mine currently is fucking Jeb Bush right now. Oh, boy. We're replacing him with a reptoid. Is this too much of a preview for the next episode? Uh, well, you know, we are fucking showmen, is all I'm saying. The greatest showman? The greatest showman, the starring Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Is this the second Hugh Jackman reference to yeah. this podcast? Wait, there was another... Oh, there was it's another one. It's a reference. Wolverine. Wolverine. It's just... How you end that? Les Les And in classic Les Mis style, you can't go out with singing, so... <laughs> All those roles that we have for Russell Crowe, they could be for you, Hugh Jackman. Please give us money.